You know, one thing I noticed in Naruto Shippuden last time I watched the fourth Shinobi World War was how willing Yin Kurama was to work with Minato. Naruto spent years of his life just trying to get any form of control over Kurama, and he only managed to do so when he had gained the respect of every other tailed beast. Meanwhile, Minato and Yin Kurama were talking like they were old friends. I seem to recall Yin Kurama going so far as to state that its yang half was the hard-headed half, though I could be wrong, my memory isn't perfect. But one thing I do know is that Yin Kurama befriended Minato a lot faster than Yang Kurama did with Naruto, and I can't help but wonder what it would have been like had Naruto been given Yin Kurama instead of Yang Kurama from the start. Would they have been friends from the start? How would that have changed things? Well, that's what I'm looking to find out, so sit back, we're going to explore this idea. Welcome to the Amagi! Before we begin, we publish a new video every day, so be sure to subscribe to our channel and ring the bell to get notified about our latest videos. The Amagi's reach stretches beyond this channel, so if you're a fan of us, please consider subscribing to our other channels and following us on our social media. Let's reach our goal of passing 100,000 followers on all of our accounts by the end of the year. And with that out of the way, let's get into the video. Alright, our story starts on that familiar night of October 10th. I tend to choose this night quite a bit, and for good reason too. It's Naruto's birthday, and the day that the story really begins. Kushina Uzumaki is a girl whose life has never been normal. Born in Uzoshiogakure, she left her village just prior to its extermination, barely surviving her clan's extinction. She was sent to Konoha as a child to live and train to be a Konoha shinobi, but not that only. She was to replace the last Jinchuriki of the Ninetales, Mito Uzumaki, the elderly widow of the first Hokage Hashirama Senju. Mito's life was coming to an end, and that meant that the Ninetales would break free and cause havoc. To prevent this, it was decided that the Ninetales would be placed into a new host, and that host was to be Kushina Uzumaki. For a while, Kushina had to fight the hatred of the embittered Ninetales alone. That is, until she met a particularly gifted shinobi named Minato. From day one, the boy was smitten, but Kushina was not as interested, seeing him as girly and boring. But when she was captured by enemy shinobi, it was he who found her by following a trail of the bright red hair she had left behind. He was the first one to discover it, as it turned out due to his crush on her and his admiration of her hair, something the other kids tended to make fun of. It was this moment, when he came to her rescue like a shinobi in shining armor, that she found herself falling in love. As time passed, they would eventually be married. She found that the love of her husband was sufficient enough to counter the hatred of the Ninetales. And that love, the love that they shared, brought forth a new miracle in their lives. The miracle of a child. Excited as they were, there was some nervousness in there. For them, their greatest fear was wondering how well they could raise the baby, but for the village as a whole, a different threat sat on their conscience as they watched her belly grow. The knowledge that during birth, the seal on the Ninetales would slowly begin to degrade, giving Kurama an easy way out. She knew, as well as Minato, that there would be a risk, and so when the date of her delivery was due, she was taken to a secret location by the Anbu, who would secure the location as the baby was brought into the world. Minato would be there, focusing all of his chakra into holding the seal closed, all while Kushina, putting her faith into her husband, focused solely upon safely giving birth to their child. Biwako Saratobi, the wife of the third Hokage, was also there, performing the delivery for Kushina, the wife of the fourth Hokage. She pushed, and there was the screaming of a woman echoing out. From the halls, the Anbu could hear it until suddenly she quieted down, and the tiny cries of a new person could be heard. Well, I doubt the Anbu heard that much. They were likely already dead, murdered by a masked man bearing a Sharingan eye. 
as the baby's umbilical cord was cut, he was to be presented to his mother. But before such a thing could happen, the babe would be snatched right out from under them by the masked man who held it at knife point. Minato managed to secure the child from the man, but in doing so, he had left an opening that allowed for Kushina to be taken. The masked man was here solely for the Ninetales and would not leave without it. Minato, the only one still living in the facility, looked back at the carnage and terror left behind on what was meant to be a nerve-wracking yet joyous occasion. He would teleport using the flying Raijinjutsu back to his home where he would place the baby into the family bed and cover it, promising to return soon with its mother. Minato then left. Elsewhere, Kushina stood chained as the man undid the seal and began to pull the Ninetales free, summoning it in full force. Summoned from within Kushina, Kurama begins to wreck the place. Minato shows up once more like a shining knight and takes Kushina, making good on his promise by delivering her to her newborn child, while Minato returns to the battle and begins to fight against the demon fox and its twisted master. In the ensuing battle, Minato manages to sever the connection between Kurama and the masked man by tricking his intangibility. Capable of seeing the flaw between Obito's Kamui, Minato tricks him by using the flying Raijinjutsu, which allowed him to make use of the element of surprise and the one state that made him a legend in the war. He's not the yellow flash of the leaf for nothing. Using the flying Raijin technique, he teleports behind the masked man and delivers a Rasengan straight to his back, not only defeating the man, but severing his connection to the Ninetales. Minato would then make his way to the village, where the newly freed Kurama makes even more havoc out of panic and revenge for the years spent sealed away. He is going to destroy them as his own twisted divine retribution, and as a way to ensure that nobody is foolish enough to try and capture him again. It's then, as he's charging his tailed beast ball to completely eradicate the village, that he finds himself instantaneously teleported to a new location miles away from his target. Minato had teleported the beast to his family's home, where he had hoped to seal it away into Kushina. But upon realizing that there was no saving her, he decides to seal it away into their newborn son. As he does, he convinces himself that Hiruzen will protect the child and ensure that he is loved, respected, and treated as a hero to the village like he deserves. And so, he summons the Shinigami through use of the Reaper Death Seal. Kurama, in a panic, tries to kill the babe, but its parents step in and each take a fatal shot from him as they complete the ritual. Pulling the Ninetales into himself, Minato realizes that the beast is way too much for an infant to bear alone, and so he splits it in two, a light half and a dark half. One possesses the most prominent hatred of the beast, while the other possesses the better side. In one brief moment, Minato is able to feel the difference, and so he seals the yin half into his son and takes the deeply embittered yang half to the grave with him, ensuring that the world will never again be threatened by the Ninetales' hatred. With that, both Minato and Kushina fall dead, leaving their only child alive among the ruins of the forest. There, he's found by the recently widowed third Hokage, who, in keeping with his own promise to Minato, takes the child back to Konoha with him to protect him. For a few years, the child was taken care of until it could eat, sleep, walk, and talk by itself. Naruto has to learn to live by himself, something that isn't easy when not a single person is willing to offer you a hand or help. He lives alone in every sense of the word. He may be surrounded by a village full of people, but the boy's heart couldn't be emptier. His stomach remains empty as well, as you can't expect a toddler to balance a checkbook. The best he can do is bank on the kindness of Teochi, the Ichiraku ramen man. Naruto finds that the food is good and cheap as well, which leads to him developing a love for ramen. But it isn't only due to the taste. Teochi was the first man to smile at him when he entered his establishment, and even fed him for free when he couldn't afford it. Naruto recalled walking in from the rain, peeking in at the man as he worked, only to flee when he was spotted. He would hear his name called out by Teochi, who would bid him to return. That was a first. Nobody ever asked Naruto to come into their establishment before, so his curiosity was piqued. 
The boy returns to the shop and sits down as bidden by the shopkeep. A steaming bowl of ramen is sat in front of him and Naruto just looks into it with amazement. Digging in, this food gave him comfort. For a moment, he felt like he was a normal child. For Naruto, this bowl of ramen represented everything he lacked, and for a moment, he could experience it. He could taste what he didn't have, and he could do so under the kind smile of the one man in the village who didn't seem to hold him in some form of contempt. This is why he loved ramen, and this is why I think Naruto loves ramen too. I think he specifically loves Ichiraku ramen because of Teuchi, and the fact that his kindness and inexpensive food kept him going in both body and soul for many years. That is why I think Naruto loves ramen like he does. Still, even though one person showed him kindness, the rest of the village was not so kind. Children made fun of him or just flat out ignored him altogether. The adults would stare daggers into him, refusing to talk to him or serve him when he entered their establishments. He was a black mark in the lives of everyone he met, and that bone-chilling loneliness began to set in. Within Naruto, Kurama bore witness to all of this from behind his cage, looking on through one eye as he feigned sleep. He could feel it, the child's weak and lonely heartbeat. Despite having been imprisoned within the child, Kurama couldn't help but feel curious about him. So many days would pass without him hearing the boy's voice. Weeks would pass and he had nobody to talk to save himself. And within Kurama, he felt guilt. Having had his years of hatred carved away by the fourth Okage, Kurama could think clearly, and in that time, he couldn't help but realize that the situation the child was in was because of him. Everyone resented Kurama for attacking the village, and in turn, they resented the boy for his part in the ceiling. Kurama had stolen everything from Naruto, his parents, his future, any chance at a normal life, and Kurama felt absolutely horrible about this. As the child would try to sleep at night, the fox would come to him in his dreams, taking the form of a child near identical to the boy, except for red hair, thicker cheek lines, fox eyes, ears, and tails. The boy would introduce itself to Naruto, asking him if he would like to play. All night, within the subconscious mind, within a world that could be anything Naruto and Kurama wanted it to be, they would play together, tell stories, talk about their feelings, and what they knew and liked. Time continued to pass until one day Naruto came into the dream world with tears in his eyes, asking why Kurama couldn't be real. Why Naruto had to live his life without friends and family. By this point, Kurama would have seemingly taken the form of Minato with the same hair, ears, eyes, and tails of a fox. He would pull Naruto into his arms and hold him, declaring to the child that he will always be within him and that he'll never let the child be alone again. He told him that anytime he wanted to see him, all he needed to do was find a quiet place and meditate and Kurama would appear, and they could talk all they wanted. He promised to always be with Naruto no matter what he did, and vowed that he would always protect him as the cub he now saw him as. Naruto was Kurama's cub now. Kurama would be everything to Naruto that Minato could have been, and this would ensure that the child was taken care of. A part of Kurama hoped that his Yang counterpart could see what he was doing and would tell Minato and bring the warrior some form of peace, knowing that his child was safe. Naruto would spend many years going in and out of his subconscious. He would even learn to talk with the fox without meditating, something others attributed to imaginary friends or demonic necromancy because that was how far extremes were with Naruto, what people believed about him. Naruto would join the academy and would begin to study. His ability to understand questions and answer them seemed subpar to the other children, but Kurama would be there the entire time, whispering into his ears the logic behind the question and how to properly answer it. And while he dreamt, Naruto would attend the imaginary school of the nine-tailed fox, a little imaginary school in which Kurama would explain to Naruto through a blackboard all the stuff he struggled to learn, and would show him how to perform the jutsu he couldn't use, such as the shadow clone jutsu, the multi-shadow clone jutsu, and the risks and rewards of doing so. Through this, Naruto's grades began to excel to places greater than even Sasuke, giving Sakura a run for her money. 
Kurama would teach him about history, about the Nine Tails, and about the Sage of Six Paths. Naruto would eventually graduate from the academy all by himself, without the need to steal the scroll under Mizuki's orders, as Naruto had something far better, Kurama. Then, on the day that Naruto was to join Team 7, he would be given a bell test, and told to take the bell from Kakashi. Naruto would attempt to do so, and when he would be beaten back, Kurama would begin supplying him with chakra, enough to allow him to eventually go into Kurama chakra mode, which gave him the power to take the bells from Kakashi without the Jonin being able to stop him. Kakashi would look on in awe, having been unable to see Naruto's movements without the help of his Sharingan. Kakashi would then make good on his promise to train them. The true goal was to test their teamwork, but it seemed to have backfired when Naruto was able to get the bells all by himself. This still led to them being passed because Kakashi had set the rules and couldn't back out now. Even still, teamwork could be taught. Naruto was interesting and Kakashi wanted to see more of this kid, and so he took him into his team. Together, along with Sasuke and Sakura, they formed Team 7 and set off to do odd jobs, the extent of the Genin. This was training wheels. This was no more than community service meant to drill into the Genin who the king was in this international game of shogi, Konoha and its citizens, and that each and every shinobi was a pawn to serve the village's goals. Naruto, of course, never caught on, at least not at that early of a time. Instead, he sought adventure and action, something Hiruzen was willing to give him in the way of the Land of Waves mission, in which they would escort Tazuna to the Land of Waves, protecting him from the various bandits that they would find along the way. However, this was not how it was for them. They were quickly met with shinobi mercenaries, hired to assassinate the Master Builder. The demon bros pop out when Naruto isn't paying attention, causing him to freeze. However, before anything could happen, Kurama would have taken control and pulled Naruto out of danger, giving Naruto the appearance to have moved instinctually as Sasuke finished off the Demon Brothers. Sasuke would be confused how someone as strong as Naruto had displayed himself could be such a scaredy cat. That would be something that Sasuke would drive home to Naruto. Naruto would be ashamed of himself, and even though Kurama tried to comfort him and promised that if Naruto ever froze again that he would keep saving him no matter what, Naruto spoke back with shame, asking the tailed beast not to take control of his body again, saying that if he dies, he dies and it's on him. He does not want to be babied. He wants to prove that he can be a good shinobi as well. Kurama says that he wants to respect Naruto's wishes, but could never forgive himself if he just let Naruto die. Naruto instead vows to never freeze again, so that he doesn't put Kurama into the position that requires him to step in like that. They continue on to where they're met by Zabuza. Kakashi tells his team to stay back while he fights the rogue shinobi. During the course of this, Kakashi shows his greatest ability through the Sharingan which scares Zabuza due to the legendary nature of it. Kakashi, however, is taken by surprise, and Zabuza manages to put Kakashi into a water prison. This leaves only Naruto and Sasuke to deal with Zabuza. Naruto would shift into his Kurama Chakra mode, which would allow him to rush in and fight well on par with Zabuza, even going so far as to overwhelm and beat him, which forces a strategic retreat from the shinobi. Haku shows up to make such a retreat possible by incapacitating him. Kakashi would find this strange and would keep this in mind as they escape. Making their way to the home of Tazuna, they meet Inari and Tsunami, of which the former shows disrespect to the shinobi, declaring the futility of their dreams, something with which Naruto angrily disputes. They would then be told the story of how Gato had killed Inari's only hero, Kaiza, and this is why Inari does not believe in heroes anymore. Kakashi would explain to the kid what Naruto meant and try to comfort him, while Sasuke alone trains to learn how to control this chakra enough to run up a tree, something that Naruto and Sakura managed to master on their first few tries, specifically because Sakura is a genius and Naruto has Kurama's help. They would be there while the bridge is being built, only for Zabuza and Haku to appear out of the blue to halt the whole project. Another battle erupts, but this time, the moment that they're put into the demonic mirroring ice crystals dome, Kurama immediately recognizes the threat, and basically forces Naruto into Kurama chakra mode by simply force-feeding him his chakra. 
This gives Naruto the ability to break the technique, and further to defeat Haku fairly quickly, which allows Kakashi to finish off Zabuza. In this, Haku is left alive, as he laments the death of his master, something Naruto would also lament. He would attempt to comfort him, which would lead to Haku looking at everything in a new light. He would return to the village hidden in the mist, where he would attempt to overthrow the Mizukage in Zabuza's place, and because I like this form of event, I plan to have him succeed. Naruto would then single-handedly save Inari and Tsunami from Gato's men's clutches, which leaves Gato stunned, and Inari getting a hero crush on Naruto, realizing that heroes do exist and that Naruto is one of them. With Team 7's help, the villagers would manage to defeat Gato and drive off his men, earning their freedom from the crime syndicate's control and the Land of Waves' financial future with the bridge's completion, a bridge they named for Naruto. Returning to the village, it's Kakashi's belief that Naruto is ready to become a Jonin, let alone a Chunin, and so they allow Team 7 to take the Chunin exams. By this time, word has reached Rock Lee of the wonderful power that Naruto displays. Naruto, despite not asking for it, would then be challenged by Rock Lee, who would want so badly to test his power that he would break his self-rule of not using the Eight Gates unless absolutely necessary, something that Might Guy punishes him for. Naruto would have still won, though. They would enter the Chunin exams where Naruto would declare that he would beat all of the other Genin, which embarrasses Team 7, the entire Rookie 9, and even Kurama himself. It would display overconfidence as well, if only it weren't something that Naruto could actually do. The first test would be a written test a test that was overly hard. Kurama would be astounded with just how impossible it was to answer these questions. They were things that could barely be expected of even a seasoned Jonin, let alone a Genin trying to make Chunin. Naruto likely would have the same response to this test as before, passing on gutsiness alone. Then, when they reach the Forest of Death, their mission is to get a scroll of the opposite color of the one that they have and bring it to the center of the stage. As soon as they hop in, Naruto immediately needs to take a whiz, and so he does, leaving an opening for another shinobi to impersonate him. However, thanks to Sasuke's perception, they are capable of stopping the shinobi from taking the scroll, something that Naruto is chastised for upon his return. Then they would be attacked by Orochimaru. During the battle, he would place the five element seal on Naruto, which would completely sever his connection to Kurama in entirety. Naruto would pass out from the placement of the new seal atop his previous one, and this would lead to Sasuke being branded with the Cursed Seal of Heaven, causing him to also pass out. This leaves Sakura alone to defend herself from Team Dosu, in which she must cut her own luxurious hair into what I view as a better haircut with a kunai. She manages to survive with the help of Rock Lee and eventually the other members of the Rookie Nine. Then, when Sasuke awakens, he unlocks the first stage of the Cursed Seal of Heaven, something which grants him the strength to effortlessly deal with Team Dosu. Getting revenge on Zaku for beating Sakura, he rips his arm out of his socket and then makes his way towards Dosu, only stopping when Sakura begs him to. After this, they take a scroll and make their way to the building in the center of the forest. All the while, Naruto is in great mental distress over being unable to talk to Kurama. He can't use his power either, which means when the preliminaries of the exhibition matches begin, much like Sasuke, Naruto is handicapped. Sasuke manages to learn from Rock Lee's taijutsu skills and uses them to defeat his opponent, before having his seal sealed by Kakashi using the evil sealing method. Naruto, on the other hand, is forced to face off against Kiba, to which he must overwhelm his senses with a counter to the Thousand Years of Death technique and manages to defeat him. He watches as Neji senselessly beats Hinata before they're all allowed to go one month to rest and train. Sasuke goes with Kakashi to grow stronger, all while Naruto is chosen to be a student by Konohamaru's mentor, Ebisu. During their first day of training, though, they end up coming across a perverted old codger who is spying on women in the bath. They confront him, and Ebisu is knocked out. However, when Naruto displays his own perverted side, he manages to befriend the old man who introduces himself as Jiraiya and begins to train Naruto. It's then that Jiraiya would remove the seal, restricting Kurama's power, something that relieves Naruto emotionally. 
Jiraiya would be shocked when he sees Naruto just stand there silently for a moment before bursting into tears. In reality, Naruto would be in his subconscious, talking with Kurama, with Kurama promising not to ever leave him alone again. Naruto would train with Jiraiya where his natural control over the Ninetales energy astounds him. Jiraiya would manage to teach Naruto how to summon Gamabunta. The massive toad would have its respect earned by Naruto when the small boy manages to defeat him in battle. Naruto's training is coming along swimmingly and when Naruto completes this, Jiraiya decides to teach him something more, the Rasengan. He states that this is a hard jutsu to master and that he will likely have a hard time getting it to work for months or maybe even years. However, Kurama states that it's a very similar technique to the tailed beast ball only being differentiated by the composition of it, and so together they master Rasengan in less than a week, with Kurama even going so far as to develop it into an actual tailed beast ball, one that Naruto can wield in his hand or crush and turn into a beam from his mouth, something that Naruto notes feels awfully similar to puking. Naruto would return to the Chunin Exam Stadium where he'd be forced to fight Neji, the one that brutally beat Hinata. However, Hinata offers her own advice and encouragement to Naruto, something that Naruto takes with him into battle. As the battle begins, it's obvious that Naruto is outmatched. It's then that he uses Kurama Chakra Mode to gain a clear advantage, his chakra output being so intense that it makes him practically impervious to Neji's gentle fist techniques. Naruto would then manage to take him down with a tailed beast Rasengan, something that startles the entire arena. Naruto is declared the winner of the battle and is allowed to move on in the tournament. Sasuke then battles Gara, who defends himself well with his near-absolute defense. However, Sasuke pierces right through it with pure power and speed, displaying the fruits of his training through the Chidori. The shock of the wound causes Gara to lose even more doubloons from his already short treasure chest in which his siblings attempt to carry him out. It's then that the Konoha Crush arc begins with Orochimaru attempting to assassinate the Hokage, something he successfully accomplishes, though with the cost of giving up his arms. Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura chase after Gara, where they confront him. Sasuke is easily overwhelmed, but would find that Naruto's strength far surpasses his own as Naruto effortlessly deals with Gara. Then, after the Hokage's funeral, Naruto would go with Jiraiya to recruit Tsunade to be the Hokage of the Hidden Leaf. At first, she refuses this, insulting the integrity of the office, something that Naruto ends up fighting her over. He uses the Ninetales' full power to do so, which surprises Tsunade and forces her to use the strength of a hundred seal to put him down. She is impressed, though, with his strength and gives him the Hokage's necklace as a gift. She would then refuse to go with them, instead opting to heal Orochimaru's arms, which she plans to do by killing him. She would encounter him and Kabuto, and a battle would erupt, to which Jiraiya and Naruto join in. And with Naruto's help, they would push Orochimaru and Kabuto back. This would lead to them convincing Tsunade to become the Hokage, and all three return to Konoha. During this time, Sasuke is down in the dumps about his own lack of power compared to Naruto and Itachi, and would be convinced by the Sound 4 to join Orochimaru. That night, he leaves the village, and the day after, Shikamaru and Naruto form a team to go after him. As they leave the village, they encounter the Sound 4, and as Sasuke flees from them, Shikamaru and their squad make way for Naruto to give chase, which he does until he's stopped by Kimimaro. However, with the power of Kurama Chakra Mode, Naruto manages to defeat Kimimaro, resulting in the latter's untimely demise, something that Naruto laments but has no time to worry over. Naruto chases Sasuke and encounters him at the Valley of the End. There, Sasuke displays his willingness to kill Naruto to get away, which Naruto responds to by using Kurama Chakra Mode to kick his butt. There's not even a real contest here. Kurama Chakra Mode Naruto would stand entire dimensions above Curse Seal of Heaven's Stage 2 Sasuke. There's just no way that Sasuke can even compare. Naruto would take the beaten Sasuke and drag him back with him to the village, which results in Sasuke being reprimanded by the village leaders, Tsunade, and even Kakashi before being released into his mentor's care. 
They tell Sasuke that if it's power he seeks to use against Itachi, that he should remain in Konoha where he can grow stronger safely, telling him that Orochimaru can't offer him legitimate strength and will only be in it to take over his body. With the issue resolved, the threat of the Akatsuki still looms, and so Jiraiya attempts to train Naruto in mind and body. The two of them disappear from the village for two and a half years, and during that time, Jiraiya strengthens Naruto's control over Kurama's chakra, but further trains him hard, refusing to let him use Kurama's full power, telling the boy that relying on Kurama all the time as a crutch will ultimately hobble him. He tells him that the longer he uses the crutch, the more he will become dependent on it, and then tells Naruto that he needs to learn to be strong on his own. This results in the two of them training for those two and a half years without making much use of Kurama's power, resulting in Naruto's growth physically and mentally. Upon returning to the village, he's hardly even the same person anymore. He reunites with Team 7, finding that Sasuke is still a member of the team and seems less hate-obsessed than before. Together, they all do the bell test against Kakashi, with the new rule being not to use Kurama's power. Despite not getting to use Kurama's power, Naruto displays the ability to nearly get the bells with only his own strength, something that impresses Kakashi. After this, word reaches them that Gara has been captured by the Akatsuki, and that Naruto and the rest of Team 7 must rescue him. They would then be met with the two duplicates of Itachi and Kisame. Upon seeing Itachi, Sasuke's old nature would come out to play, and he would attempt to kill Itachi, and would succeed, but be disappointed to find that Itachi was only a clone. The team would then continue onto the Akatsuki's base, along with Team Guy, and together they would bring down the barrier. However, it's too late and Gara is already dead. Naruto and Kakashi go to fight Deidara, and Sasuke and Sakura fight Sasori, with Sasuke and Sakura managing to kill him with Chiyo's help. Sasori then informs him of the plan to meet up with a spy in Orochimaru's ranks at the Tenchi Bridge. Naruto and Kakashi would be unable to kill Deidara, but would reclaim Gara's body, and Chiyo would proceed to bring him back to life with the One's Own Life reincarnation technique at the expense of her own life. Returning to the village, Naruto would tell Tsunade, who would have Anbu and Root sent to kill or capture Orochimaru. This, of course, fails. During this time, Naruto is working on a new jutsu while the other shinobi are busy hunting the Akatsuki. Asuma Saratobi is killed by Hidan, and so Naruto and Kakashi join the battle. Naruto using his new tailed beast Rasen Shuriken technique to utterly eradicate Hidan. Naruto can only use this technique in Kurama Chakra mode, however, due to the danger it presents to his arm. Shikamaru would also manage to defeat Hidan and would imprison his head within a deep grave, leaving him there under the crushing weight of stone and dirt for all eternity. Word then comes to Sasuke via Crow that it's finally time to end their feud. Sasuke would once more leave the village to confront Itachi, but this time he promises Sakura he will return if he lives. He then tells Kakashi, who grows upset that Sasuke keeps leaving the village, though he's relieved to hear that he plans to return. Nonetheless, he and some other shinobi are gathered to support him. Sasuke would find Itachi, and the two would do battle. However, it's obvious that Itachi has the advantage, and before Sasuke can do any real damage to him, he is defeated. Itachi, realizing he went too far and has now robbed himself at the chance of being executed by Sasuke, sits down and breaks his silence, hoping to die peacefully with his brother's love, at least. He tells Sasuke the truth about their clan and why he did what he did. This causes Sasuke to grow angry and vow to destroy Konoha's leadership for this, though Itachi stops him there, stating that it needed to happen. He told him the story of how the Uchiha planned a coup, and that had they succeeded, there would have been a world war. He tells Sasuke that he needed to do his duty not as a member of the Uchiha clan, but as a member of Konoha. Sasuke refutes that Itachi should have been treated as a hero instead of exiled, and Itachi states that he and Konoha took it as a chance to spy on the Akatsuki, and he tells him that he gained plenty of intel on them, including their leader and their plans. He tells Sasuke that everything he ever did was for his future, and in the end, Itachi dies in Sasuke's arms. 
This causes his eyes to awaken as Mongekyo Sharingan. Sasuke then returns to the village as he promised and demands to speak with Tsunade. He asks her of the truth of the matter and she states that it was before her time, but gives him the scroll full of declassified information about Itachi and the Uchiha clan massacre. Together they read through it and Tsunade is mortified at the poor handling of the situation and in turn, she releases the truth to the public and exonerates Itachi's name, going even further to have his name added to the Monument of Fallen Heroes, which satisfies Sasuke. They then take the information and Tsunade reads through it, stating that it is everything they needed to know. Due to this, even though I know Jiraiya would be gone by this point, I actually plan to have him survive for the sole reason that I just want a universe where the old Kajir is still alive. It's then that Pain invades the village, searching for the Ninetales, and Naruto manages to fight him off with the help of Team 7 and Jiraiya. They then search for Pain's true body, with which Naruto and Jiraiya encounter together. It's then that after a heart-to-heart -heart with Naruto and Jiraiya that Nagato sees the error of his ways, and uses the Outer Path Samsara of Heavenly Life technique to undo all of the death and damage he had caused at the expense of his own life. Conan would gather his body and offer a bouquet of paper flowers to both Naruto and Jiraiya. Jiraiya would ask Conan to stay with them in the village, but she states that it would be better for her to go off on her own, and try to build the kind of Akatsuki that Yahiko believed in and Nagato lost sight of. They bid each other farewell. Of course, Conan would eventually be killed by Tobi, who would take the Rinnegan of the deceased Nagato for himself. Tsunade would then call a Five Kage summit in the Land of Iron. There they meet to discuss the threat of the Akatsuki. Tsunade would then present to them all of the info that Itachi had gathered, and they would immediately form an alliance. It's then that Toby shows up and demands the Nine Tails and the Eight Tails, but upon being denied this, he would declare the Fourth Shinobi World War. Returning to the village, Tsunade would send Naruto away to train with Killer B on the Turtle Island that the village hidden in the clouds so generously offered them. There, Naruto would train with Killer B, where Killer B states that the best way to draw out the power of their tailed beast is to cast out the darkness in both of their hearts and further connect on a deeply spiritual level. Naruto would do this and he would face off against the darkness within his heart regarding the people who hated him, but he manages to forgive the village and free himself from the darkness. It's then that a dark shadow of Kurama appears as well, using the same frame as Naruto himself, except with a few differences. There, Naruto needs to deal with the truth, something Kurama has been hiding from him for as long as the two have known each other. The clone is terrified, scared to talk, but Naruto asks it to continue. It's then that Kurama informs Naruto of the truth. Years earlier, it had been so full of hatred due to being sealed for so long that when it had the chance to escape, it did. And in doing so, it took revenge on the village, trying to destroy it, which killed a lot of people, including Naruto's parents. The clone of Kurama cries there, going further to say that it gets worse and that the reason why the village has hated Naruto for all of his life is because of himself. The clone of Kurama weeps bitterly over the guilt of knowing that it ruined Naruto's life. It's shocked to find itself hugged by the boy who claims to forgive him. He says that he would be wrong to resent Kurama by this point. He says that while it does hurt to know that Kurama killed so many people, he states that Kurama himself was treated unfairly by the Hidden Leaf when he was sealed away for years to be used as a weapon. He forgives Kurama, stating that Minato specifically sheared away the darkness in Kurama's heart just to give the fox a new view on life, and had given Naruto something that was basically a part of his family. Naruto states that he had known Kurama for his entire life, and even before his life, as both existed within Kushina from the moment of his conception. This gives Naruto all of the peace of mind he needs, and he frees Kurama from his guilt. Naruto goes so far to show his love and trust in his tailed beast that he uses the formula given to him by Jiraiya to completely remove the seal, something the sealed spirit of Minato Namikaze agrees with. However, not all is well. Naruto senses the war and quickly departs to the front lines where he meets up with Sasuke and Kakashi, both of whom have been keeping things together. The three of them manage to fight and push back Obito, whose only recourse is to absorb the Tentails. With his newfound power, 
Obito manages to display his incredible strength and force the allied shinobi forces to reconsider their plans. However, Naruto and Sasuke team up. Naruto would use Kurama's tailed beast mode along with Sasuke's Susanoo to form majestic armor for Kurama. However, Kurama would later be stripped from Naruto when Madara revives through the Samsara of Heavenly Life technique that Obito had planned to use to bring everyone back to life. Naruto would then be saved when the reformed Obito manages to take some tailed beast energy from Madara and deliver it to Naruto. Naruto would revive, and along with Sasuke would manage to get the chakra of the Sage of Six Paths, which would give Naruto Six Paths Sage Chakra and Sasuke the Rinnegan. Together they would face off against Madara, but as the moon rises, Madara prepares to cast the infinite Tsukiyomi. It's then that Madara would be taken over by Kaguya Otsutsuki. Naruto, Sasuke, Sakura, Kakashi, and Obito would manage to avoid the infinite Tsukiyomi due to Sasuke's Susanoo. Together they would engage in battle against Kaguya, and they would pass through many different dimensions. In the end, Obito dies, but he gives power to Kakashi, allowing Kakashi to manifest a Susanoo of his own and help create an opening for Sasuke and Naruto to use the Six Paths Chibaku Tensei to seal Kaguya. Returning to their home dimension with the help of the Sage of Six Paths, Naruto and the rest of his team would release the Infinite Tsukiyomi. Peace then ensues for a good while from this point on. Everything would stay the same in the series as nothing would really change in Naruto's story. The only thing I could see is that Jiraiya's presence would likely give an extra father figure to Boruto and Himawari, which would make their relationship with their father a lot better as neither of the children would feel neglected by many a figure in their life. Not to mention that Jiraiya would likely spur Naruto to stop working so hard all the time and take a little time to spend with his family. Then, when the Ishi arc happens, I would see Naruto taking the death of Kurama a lot harder than he does in the actual series, as the loss of Kurama is more than just the loss of a friend. It's like the loss of a parent. Naruto would eventually move on, but not without taking quite some time. And that is what I think would happen. What do you think would happen if Naruto had gotten Yin Kurama from the start instead of Yang Kurama as he originally did? And likely would have been far stronger than his main timeline counterpart. But then again, that's just me. I'm more interested to hear what your thoughts were on the video. Did you enjoy our video? Well, then be sure to check out these other great videos from the Amagi. And make sure to subscribe and ring the bell to get notified about our latest videos.